Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Today, Pastor J.D. retells the gospel message. Jesus Christ came from heaven to earth, fully man and fully God. He lived a sinless life in order to be the unblemished lamb for the sacrifice of all men's sins. He died on the cross, was buried, and resurrected the third day. He conquered death so that you could too. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on November 15th, 2020. I've seen other pastors or evangelicals speak and they all see something I guess I'm just too blind to see. I have accepted Jesus as my Lord, my Savior, my conscience. Then there is Trump. I would hope my feelings of this man would not keep me from God. I wish him no ill will, no harm, maybe even wish him God's forgiveness. This one question has tormented me to near insanity. I have searched for at least a hint of heaven being there for me without following Trump blindly. All I see is Trump is our hope. I find no hope in his heart or his eyes, all of which have caused me many sleepless nights. I wait to hear you on Sundays and feel comfort in your words. I have cried, laughed, and felt a peace I can't describe. You are not a Trump braggart. So here goes. Can I get to Jesus without being a Trumper? Or am I missing some big secret that will keep me from heaven? I know this sounds silly, but it truly is the hardest answer I have ever searched for. It actually hurts my heart. Thank you for the word to bring me back to Jesus. This was my response. Aloha. First, let me say that your email was very moving and very timely, as I am planning to address this on Sunday, November 15th, for the update. Actually, the update will and should answer your heartfelt question of, can I get to Jesus without being a trumper, or am I missing some big secret that will keep me from heaven? Simply put, 
you are absolutely not missing some big secret concerning Trump. And not only can you get to Jesus without being a Trumper, I would argue that being a Trumper may keep you from Jesus. In the sense that many Christians are putting their hope in and their eyes on Trump more than they are in and on Jesus. Now, for those who may dismiss this as absurd, I mean, come on. Being a Trumper can keep you from Jesus. May I humbly suggest that this is known as gaslighting, a term that originated from a stage play back in the 1930s. What is gaslighting? Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group covertly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment, often evoking in them cognitive dissonance. A victim of gaslighting can be pushed so far that they question their own sanity. Of this, George Orwell, known for his dystopian novel 1984, wrote, and I quote, Power is in tearing human minds to pieces and putting them together again in new shapes of your own choosing. I would be disingenuous at best, dishonest at worst, were I not to confess that I too have questioned my own sanity in this regard. What am I missing? What am I not seeing? <laughs> Thankfully, I just get back to Jesus as quickly as I can. And when I do, two plus two equals four again, and not five. On Thursday, for our midweek Bible study, David selected that timeless song, Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms, kingdoms, will all pass away. But there's something about that name. 
This is not hyperbole. I just have to sing and speak and say the name of Jesus. <laughs> or I'm going to lose my mind. This is mind control. This is gaslighting. That's what's happening, you know. This brings me to the last what if. What if God is allowing all that is happening in the world to get us to let go of it? I think of that other hymn. <laughs> I just want to break forth and sing for the rest of the update, but <laughs> maybe I, I shouldn't. I won't do that to you. That's <laughs> you can have this world. Just give me Jesus. You can have it. I'm not going to try to keep it. I'm not going to fight, fight, fight. What if, like with Lot and his wife, God in His mercy toward us wants to take us out of this world before His judgment comes on this world. Oh no, J.D., listen, there's going to be a great awakening. There's going to be a great revival. There's going to be a great reset. No. There's going to be the great tribulation. That's what's coming. That's what my Bible says. And would to God that we wouldn't linger or hesitate, as did Lot, when the Lord takes us by the hand out of this Sodom in the rapture of the church. You know, I've been teaching and preaching about the rapture for well nigh 35 years. I'm not about to stop. This is why we do these updates. We do these updates because the time is at hand and the rapture is imminent. It's also why we end with the gospel of Jesus Christ and a childlike simple explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. What is the gospel? The Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians in chapter 15 in his first epistle said the gospel is this, that Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day. And the first time the Apostle Paul mentions the gospel is to the Thessalonian church. And in 1 Thessalonians, in the context of the rapture, he says this, the gospel is that Jesus came, He died, He was buried, He rose again on the third day, and... He's coming back again one day when the trumpet sounds and the dead in Christ rise first. Then we who are alive and remain, and you'll forgive my use of this word, will escape, be caught up 
to meet the Lord in the air. For the last couple of three months now, we've been sharing testimonies we receive from online members, and they're just such a great source of encouragement to see what God is doing all over the world. I got a just a great one today. Pictured here are these keychains. Here's the online member. Dear Pastor J.D. Farag, I have been watching your prophecy updates for the last month after a friend of mine repeatedly said you need to watch his prophecy updates and to start watching for March 2020. So this time I listened. I traveled with my husband that week and I had plenty of alone time while he was working, and immediately I loved your prophecy updates. Within one week I watched all of the updates, oh my goodness, and I am now up to date. That was a lot of videos, haha. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I was so excited and felt God tugging at my heart, and I felt the Holy Spirit more than I ever had. Prior to listening to your prophecy updates, I was a wreck. Way before the COVID-19, I, I fought for years to go to church. I was saved at the age of seven years old. For the past 10 years, I had no desire to go to church. Basically nothing to do with God, but to live my own life, do my own thing, and sometimes pretend to be a Christian to others that would talk to me about God. I finally found a church that I loved, and I was being fed with God's Word, and I was so happy, and I attended church every Sunday. Then in April of 2020, our church was closed due to the pandemic. I was devastated. How? Why was this happening? I finally was serving God and in church, praying, reading God's Word, and now this? It was not long before I went back to where I was before. When our church reopened, I had no desire to go. I didn't feel God. I felt nothing. I was so empty and living for the things in this world. I was listening to music that I shouldn't be. I have to say it was one of my addictions, and the song that I loved was Highway to Hell, ACDC. That was my favorite song before I came to Christ, by the way. Let's keep moving along here. <laughs> She writes, I was still so far away from God, but I knew things were bad in our country and getting worse every day. I saw postings on Facebook about the rapture being left behind, the seven-year tribulation, Antichrist, and it scared me. But, listen to what she says. This is just the Lord, because so timely, a word fitly spoken apropos for what I believe the Spirit is saying to the church today. She says this. I didn't want to give up the things in this world. We just bought a new home in March of 2020. I loved our home and our country. I was loving my life and the things in this world. But time after time, I would hear about Jesus coming back, and it would get my attention for a short time. I would say, I have time, and would even question my faith. Will I go to heaven? Maybe I can survive the seven-year tribulation. I will go to heaven in the end if I don't make it to heaven now. But did I want to live through that? No. 
But God. But God never gave up on me. Praise God. One Sunday morning, sometime in October of this year, I was talking to a friend about everything that was going on in this world, and that I believed the rapture was coming soon. And she said, oh yeah. And she said again, you have to watch the prophecy updates by J.D. Farag. At first I thought, oh, I don't want to. But I did. And I thank God every day for your prophecy updates. I thought, wow, this pastor, sorry for saying this pastor, but that was what I thought at the time. This pastor believes everything about what is going on in this world as I do. How did he know my life was changed? I said the sinner's prayer again, asked for forgiveness, and now I am back in church every Sunday, and recently became a member of that church, and I'm serving God more than I ever had in my life, which now leads me to the keychains. I love the ABC plan of salvation, and I wanted to make tracks to pass out of the ABC plan of salvation. I just couldn't get the words out or how to make them, so I really did nothing. On October 31st of this year, I was watching one of your prophecy updates over again, and I felt God say, make ABC keychains. I thought, what? Now I love making keychains and have made thousands of them, but I thought, how am I going to fit all of that on a tiny keychain? <laughs> but God, yes, but God showed me exactly what I needed, and to not question Him. I was so excited, I got up out of my comfy chair and ran downstairs to my office craft room and started working. And finally I made them, and I even used the font on the front of the keychain that I never knew existed. Hawaiian Aloha. Isn't that awesome? Yes it is. <laughs> I thought you would like that. Yes I do. <laughs> I thought, wow, that is awesome. Everyone has keychains. I wanted everyone to have one. It hit me. We don't have time. We have to work now and fast to win others to Christ. If it brought only one person to be saved and go to heaven, it was worth it. But I wanted to reach thousands. I have handed out a few, only because I started making them two days ago, and have asked several people to help passing the ABC plan of salvation keychains to as many people that we can. I plan on making as many as I can and giving them to anyone that will accept them and pray they will reach all those who don't have Christ in their life. Jesus is coming soon. God bless you, Pastor Frog. I hope you like the keychains. I really do. They are so cool. As much as I enjoy making them, you are in our prayer. Sincerely, Lorraine from Akron, Ohio. God's got an amazing sense of humor, doesn't He? Billboards, keychains, park benches. <laughs> what are the ABCs of salvation? It's just a simple way to share the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. It's not the only way, it's just a simple way. Childlike simple. Jesus said, unless you become like a little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. What do we know to be true about little children? They're so trusting. 
which is why we have to warn them of stranger danger. That's what Jesus is saying, is that there's this simplicity, this childlike trust. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner, that you sinned, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death, but, and here's the good news, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A, here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, and as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And then the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13, my favorite, it seals the deal. It says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That's simple. Are you an all? I'm an all. All means, well, all. (laughs) And for me, that was 38 years ago. I just called upon the name of the Lord. And on that day, I was saved and never looked back. Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The only name given among men whereby we must be saved, the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for anyone that that has never called upon you, putting their trust in you, I pray that today they would believe and be saved. That today would be the day of their salvation, that they would not delay the most important decision of their life for eternal life. Lord, we know that your return in the rapture is imminent. It can happen at any time. So Lord Maranatha, come quickly. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, 
and maybe more so in the times we're in. Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, he's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us. We're called to unashamedly boast about our Savior and plant the seed of hope which Jesus promises to water. Share Jesus with someone today and join us for another edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update right here on In Spirit and Truth.